Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a whole bunch of people send me this article. Man barred from smoking medical marijuana after neighbor sues. Uh, and Dia Yancey Bragg wrote this for USA Today, and the story is exactly what you think. These people are neighbors. They are neighbors. And one of them was smoking the medical marijuana. And the other one says that not only could she smell it in her place, which is apparently attached to his place, uh, but it was actually making her sick. So the irony is the medical marijuana is making him better, but her sicker. So it was a three-year-long legal battle. took place in Washington, D.C., where a judge banned the man from smoking medical marijuana in his home after his neighbor filed a lawsuit claiming that the smell drifted into her home and made her sick. The judge ruled this week that although the man has a license to purchase the medical marijuana, he does not possess a license to, and this is a quote, disrupt the full use and enjoyment of one's land, nor does his license usurp this long-established right. Bonus points for the use of the word usurp. According to court documents, the woman sued the man who lives in the ground-level apartment in an adjacent duplex and her neighbor who owns the duplex. And the lawsuit was filed in 2020. So she said in her lawsuit that the man smokes marijuana 24-7 and that the foul and pungent odor enters and permeates the home, making her violently sick. Now, the 24-7 is allegedly a quote from the complaint. Now, there's a danger there. When you say something such as he does this 24-7, it's suggesting he does it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, I wouldn't doubt that somebody takes medicine seven days a week, but 24 hours a day sounds nonstop. And while somebody might be trying to make a point, when you file a lawsuit and you're drafting the pleadings, uh, you want to be as accurate as possible. And uh, the kind of uh, hyperbole such as that does tend to make it look like you might be stretching. The case was thrown out in 2021 when a judge found that the woman failed to state a claim on the sole ground that smoking marijuana in one's home is legal in the District of Columbia and therefore cannot constitute an actionable nuisance. So the judge said, look, he's doing something legally. Therefore, you can't make him stop. But a court of appeals reversed that dismissal and the case was brought back down for trial. So she is a public health scientist Uh, She testified in court that she experienced health issues including severe headaches, nausea, vomiting, and respiratory issues within minutes each time the man smoked his medicine. She also told USA Today she complained about the smell in 2018 and 2019, both to the man and his landlord, and the landlord apparently even acknowledged that the guy was smoking but said, nothing I can do about it. So the battle began with the lawsuit. She sent more than 200 emails, though, first to defendants urging the man to stop smoking on the property. Now, the man is a restaurant manager, and he testified he smokes medical marijuana two to three minutes a day to help him sleep and alleviate pain caused by various health problems. So there you have a factual discrepancy. She says he's smoking 24-7. He says Three minutes max a day. Now, one of them is correct and one of them is not. Those those are not, it's not possible that they're both telling the truth there. (laughs) And by the way, some people do perceive things 
and talk about their perceptions. So they might not be lying, but they certainly aren't correct. So he told the court he smokes outside on the patio in an attempt to abide by the no smoking clause in his lease. But the problem is that the landlord said if it's bad weather outside, you can smoke inside. So the man did not immediately respond to a request for comment from USA Today. And the judge ruled that the man had created a nuisance but stopped short of awarding damages to the woman complaining because she failed to provide medical evidence proving that the marijuana smoke made her sick. And this is a great example of one where you go into court, you tell the judge something, and you describe it to the judge, you're testifying and all that, and then you sit down. The judge goes, okay, but you say that you got sick from the marijuana. And it sounds like the marijuana is uh, bothering you, but all of the things you testify that it causes to happen to you, do we know for a fact that's caused by the marijuana? And so what she could have done is if she had sought medical treatment, she could have had her doctor come in and testify and said, yes, I've treated her for this, and in my medical opinion, this is caused by that. And as an expert, he can make that connection, and with that connection, a judge can say, oh, okay, then I do see how this caused that. And that's true with many situations. And so I've seen, even on like people's court, where the judge will say, okay, but you say this, and it caused that. Do you, do you have any evidence of that? And once in a while, somebody come in and say, yeah, I've got an affidavit from a mechanic, or I've got an affidavit from a plumber, and assuming those are appropriate professions for what we're talking about. And they, okay, that's, that's something, you know. So, meanwhile, the judge barred the man and anyone who visits him from smoking or burning marijuana in any way that emits an odor at his home or within 25 feet of the neighbor's home. And then she said, while the odor is horrible, her primary concern is the toxins in the smoke. Secondhand marijuana smoke contains many of the same toxic and cancer-causing chemicals that you might find in tobacco, uh, some of which are found in higher amounts, apparently, but more research about the effects needs to be done, according to the CDC. She said, because I'm a public health person, I know the dangers for me, for my lungs, for my family, especially for children and elderly. They are the two groups that are the most vulnerable, so I am very concerned. And that's a nice statement, but does she really have children and elderly living with her right now? I'm just curious. Since filing her lawsuit, she says she's gotten messages from many other people in similar situations. She stressed that she supports the decriminalization of marijuana, but hopes to advocate for legislative changes that would allow others to resolve similar issues without having to go through the court's Uh, The judge's decision is for public health, she said. It's a big win because now people can use this case to plead their case. Meanwhile, an attorney representing neighbors in a similar case told the Washington Post that her case does not set a legal precedent like an appellate decision would, but has persuasive value. And that's true because this is simply a trial court case. There won't be an opinion drafted and what went on to get this result won't be explained. And so you can point to it and say, hey, look, there's a widely reported case out of a trial court where the judge ruled this way, and a judge could just go, okay, so how do we know that case is like yours? Because you can't go off news reports. Because for all we know, these are the highlights, they could be the lowlights, these could be random facts taken from the case. Now that the legal battle's over, the woman says she plans to have her house thoroughly cleaned and hopes the defendants will obey the judge's ruling. 
And several people sent me the story yesterday, and one of them asked me a hypothetical. And uh, we were discussing it back and forth. And I said, well, the real big question I have is, could this have happened if the guy had simply been smoking cigarettes? Because I can tell you right now, I don't like cigarette smoke. And so if I was living in a complex where I had an adjoining wall with somebody, and they were smoking cigarettes to the point that it was drifting into my unit. That would bother me. And a nuisance is something that simply bothers you because it intrudes on your well-being or your just personal space. And think back, and this is something that I know a lot of the young folk today won't understand quite as clearly. There was a time when people smoked constantly in the theaters, at restaurants. I'm surprised you don't see pictures of doctors operating with a cigarette in their mouth. I mean, people smoked everywhere. And I remember when the push started. First, they got the warnings on the labels that had been there for a long time, the Surgeon General warnings. Then they started having smoking sections and non-smoking sections. Uh, people used to smoke a storm on airplanes. And I remember when they stopped smoking on airplanes and people were freaking out. Well, how am, how am I going to fly? I, I got to smoke while I'm flying. And, and then they started making the smoking area smaller and smaller. Next thing you know is this designated smoking area outside the building. And the number of people who smoke has dropped dramatically. But I remember going to shows back in the day, coming home and all my clothing stinking like cigarette smoke. You'd go and see a show and you're standing in a smoke-filled environment for an hour or two. And you walk out of there and it's like, it didn't matter that you weren't smoking. I mean, you, you basically were because everybody else was. And it's not like you're going to wear a gas mask in there. So, and, and, and for those of you who remember those days, I got two words for you. Clove cigarettes. Remember those? All it takes is for one person to be smoking those within 100 yards of you. And uh, you'd know it. So that's my question. Is if somebody was smoking up a storm next door to you and the cigarette smoke was drifting over, would that have had the same effect? And that's the kind of thing we won't know unless it gets tried. So... As of right now, though, a judge has said that the man is creating a nuisance by smoking the medical marijuana in his own unit because it's drifting next door, and this woman made a case that it was actually making her sick. Therefore, it became a nuisance, a nuisance. It happened in Washington, D.C., and, and Dia Yancey Bragg wrote that for USA Today. Headline, man barred from smoking medical weed after the neighbor sues. Questions, your comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Tired and scared happens to everyone. Just don't let your feet stop.